There has never been a time when thinking clearly and thinking for yourself have been more important than they are right now. I'm Anna Runkle, also known as the Crappy Childhood Fairy, and today I want to talk about the phenomenon of opinion bullies and how those of us who experienced abuse and neglect in childhood are especially vulnerable to being controlled by them emotionally, psychologically, and sometimes even physically. With childhood PTSD, it's all too common that we end up losing ourselves around other people, especially people with strong personalities and strong opinions. Now, it's okay that people have strong opinions, but with us, we get around that and we often feel we have to go along with those opinions or we go silent even when we disagree or we lose track of what we believe just by being around someone else's beliefs. Now, some areas where this comes up are with our families, in dating relationships and marriages, co-workers, classmates, neighbors, and here's one of my tough groups, parent gatherings for schools or activities around kids. Ugh, I hated those things. Everywhere you go, people are going to have different points of view. But more and more, what we're seeing in the place of friendship and curiosity is a steep rise in the prevalence of what I call opinion bullies. People with an extreme belief that their opinion is the only right one. And frankly, it's a narcissistic sense of entitlement to not just tell you about their opinion, but to demand that you agree with them. It's a nightmare, right? Especially for people who had childhood trauma. It feels very threatening, sometimes literally. And a lot of people are kind of hanging out in fear, feeling confused and worried about like, where is all this bullying heading? Even people who never had trauma. And so for us, this can be paralyzing. It can totally shut us down and that's not good. With that weakness that some of us have around kind of holding our own opinions or our own agenda around people who are being intense or authoritative, we can go deep into a CPTSD survival reaction. You know, just get through this, don't say a word, smile, agree, or worse, go along with their bullying behavior and slander other people behind their back or online without the least idea whether this trash talk is even true. We end up hurting other people and hurting ourselves, and it feels horrible, or it ought to. And yet this fear of expressing our own opinions, it's not some phobia. We're not imagining that there could be real consequences to sticking our necks out and thinking for ourselves in this particular moment in history. So let's acknowledge there is risk and that it takes courage to be yourself and not fall into helplessness around other people's opinion bullying. And what is, in effect, narcissistic attempts to control you and take your power. So in this video, I'm going to tell you five things you can do to strengthen yourself so that you don't lose yourself when you're under pressure to fit in with opinion bullies. You don't necessarily have to argue with them. You can still keep quiet. But if you're going to do that, it's really important that you're making that choice, that you're being true to yourself and not just erasing yourself like so many of us have done in the past. Now, this strength to keep being yourself in situations where you don't feel accepted or safe will serve you in a thousand ways as a person who's healing from trauma. You are learning not to disappear, not to abandon yourself around people who are louder or angrier or more pushy than you are. And in fact, it can be really dangerous to check out when you're around this kind of person. This is, this is one of the big ways abuse can happen. We surrender. We give up. We attach ourselves to people and replace our own perceptions with whatever they're telling us. Now, not all bullying is at that level of abuse, but all bullies are definitely a drag. 
and the skills I'm about to teach you will help you get through your contact with them without getting enraged or fading away or changing into some version of yourself that's not really you. Now me, it took me years of healing to even see how fragile I was around opinion bullies. What made me susceptible to them was for one, needing them. And sometimes I actually did like for a paycheck. Have you ever had a boss or a coworker like that? Oh my gosh, I'd get around people like this and it was like taking a bad kind of anesthesia where I couldn't speak or move. And I just feel terrible inside and terrified to say anything. People have to really matter to you to get you to conform to something that repulses you. They have to matter, right? Either it's your livelihood or it's your only social support or you're under threat of some kind. There are plenty of times and places where people had to go along or be killed, right? But there's a subtler form where it's implied that, I don't know, you'll lose your job. You'll get socially ruined in some way if you say what you think. I don't like it. I used to get paralyzed when people opinion bullied me. But I'll tell you, when it comes to bullies who try to take my power away, I do bump into them, but way more often I've suffered because I got scared and I surrendered my power preemptively all by myself. And there was part of me that was too fragile and scared to stand on my own. I didn't have confidence in what I thought. I feared I'd be abandoned if I were honest or if I didn't tightly control every single thing I said. I hate that feeling. And the more I heal from trauma, the less I can tolerate shutting myself down like a self-hating little chameleon. And when you let opinion bullies cause you to shut down inside, notice the morally uncomfortable feeling that's there. It feels gross. It requires that you dumb down. It feels like poison. And I remember doing this all the time. And I was asking myself today, like, when did I stop? And it was kind of a process. It's still going on, really. But progress in not losing myself, not transforming into a fake self around opinion bullies began when my CPTSD healing began. It's not really a coincidence, right? Healing makes faking stop working. So what can you do? You can strengthen yourself. You can strengthen the boundaries around who you are while still being curious and flexible about what you believe. You can get stronger in this area just like you can get stronger physically. You do it by exercising, by practicing. Now, childhood trauma stopped us from doing that, but now it's time to start again. So here are the five things that you can do to build that strength that allows you to keep being yourself and knowing what's true, even in the presence of people who are bullying you with their opinions. One, you start by telling the truth. Maybe not directly to people, you don't have to, not all the time, but tell a trusted friend who accepts you and say it to yourself, say it, write it down. Start practicing articulating what you know to be true, what you believe to be true. You can sit in your car or in the bathroom if you have to and whisper, what you know and believe. The second way to resist opinion bullies, and let me explain why it's relevant, is to strengthen your capacity to pay attention. When your childhood trauma is up and your triggers are activated, it's totally normal to be in a brain fog. But people in this state very easily just walk into trouble. Have you done that? We can't see the red flags. We can't feel the vibe that something is not right. And so even if no one is trying to control you, you can get easily entangled with someone whose agenda is stronger than yours. Now, 
learning to stay present like that is a lifelong process, but it's one you can start this minute. And for one thing, you can learn my daily practice techniques. I always say that, right? It's a free course. I'll put a link to it in the description section below, and it will teach you to calm your mind and get clearer about who you are. The third thing you'll need to strengthen is your ability to connect with people. When you're disconnected and isolated is when you are the most vulnerable and least perceptive about the nature of other people's intentions, right? Now, with CPTSD, there is almost always an injury to our ability to connect, to form an authentic two-way connection with other people. And it leaves us lonely, and it leaves us too open to coercion from controlling people. Now, connected people, on the other hand, they can see the red flags, and they're not afraid to get away from controlling or abusive people. So you want to become a connected person. Okay, the fourth thing you'll need is to recover your sense of autonomy and self-determination. Now, traumatized people don't usually have that at first. When we're in the trauma, it feels like everything just happens to us. And sometimes that's true. We're genuinely helpless. But most of the time, we actually do have agency. We have choices. What's holding us back is usually fear. Fear that we're going to end up alone and that we have to do whatever anyone asks of us so that they'll stay with us. And this fear is paralyzing, and it's exactly where we can be preyed upon by abusers. Now, finally, the fifth thing that you're going to need is to practice leading each day with your own agenda. And this means basically having a life and setting your intentions for yourself about the ways you're trying to heal and expand your life. What are you doing? Not what other people are doing, not what they want from you, but where are you going with this life you've got? When you're doing these five things, the power of bullies just gets smaller and smaller. That's what happened for me. And that's how I realized how much I was controlled, not by bullies, but by my idea of what they wanted. And in effect, I was controlled by me. So it's a big deal as a person with CPTSD to heal and grow to the point that you don't seek out people who can define who you are, which is what control is. You can deprogram yourself from the reality that you knew as a kid when other people really were causing your problems and other people really were the only ones who could solve them. Now it's you. You're free and you have agency. And developing this doesn't always happen overnight, but you can make progress a little each day and it feels great to get some healing. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life. Sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.